I'd take you on cute dates and I need a water park babe I can show off. I mean, honestly, free water park trips? Sign my ass up. I hope you swiped right on this dude. I don't care what he looks like. Welcome to this week's episode of Lex Appeal. I'm your host, Lexi White, but you can call me Lex. I'm so excited to get into this week's episode. I think y'all are going to really enjoy this one. But before we do, head over to Instagram and follow me at Alexis McCray White so you can keep up with all things Lex Appeal and be able to participate in episodes just like this one. All right, we're diving straight in. Now, if you've listened to my first few episodes, you know that just a few months ago, I went through a breakup. We were together for three years and the ending was really difficult, but I know now that I'm better and stronger for it. Recently, I decided I was going to re-download some dating apps, try and get back on those, not really to find someone or anything for that matter, but more just to see what all was out there and what I had to look forward to when I finally do decide I want to start dating again. But let me tell you, first impressions, woof. Slim pickings out there, y'all. If you're married or engaged or have found your person, please give them a hug and a kiss and be thankful that you're not on or having to re-download these apps anymore. I had a long conversation with mom the other day, and we were talking about things I'd be looking for or what was important to me when I did start to date again based off experiences from my past relationships and things I've learned from each person I've dated in my life. I began to list a few things off when I realized that for the first time ever, I'm actually completely at peace with being by myself and I'm truly enjoying being single. This is the first time after a breakup where none of my exes were still lingering around for me to text or to fall back on. I realized I had shut all those doors. It's the first time in my life that my path is completely wide open to new things without the ease of falling back into something I've known just because it was comfortable or just because I was lonely. I've always been very independent, which is why I've enjoyed being single in the past, but now I'm at this place where I have some seriously big dreams and goals to accomplish and I want to focus on myself to make those happen before I meet the right person. So I'm in no rush. But I'll tell you, these dating apps are great entertainment in the meantime. On Sunday, I asked for my Instagram followers' help. I asked them to share with me their dating horror stories, cringy dating profiles that they've come across, and I asked our married or engaged friends to give me their advice to any of us who might still be in the dating scene. Now, just to put it out there, I will be changing any names that were used to protect anonymity, but... These are all very true, very hilarious, and jaw-dropping stories, profiles, and such. But I just want to encourage any of you who might be searching for your person, you're not alone in this chapter of your life. There are others who are still single. You are not the only one, I promise. And there's literally not a damn thing wrong with that. We are on our own timelines, and if we weren't single, we'd probably be settled down with the wrong person because we are exactly where we are supposed to be. Stop comparing your life to everyone around you. You will find your partner. Focus on yourself right now. 
All right, let's just dive right in and begin with some of these dating app bios. Between what you all sent in and a couple that I collected when I decided this was the episode I was going to do for the week, there are some really, really good ones here. And almost all of these, except maybe one or two, are men's profiles um, that were sent in to me by women, but I'll let you know when it's the reverse. So I'm just going to read these off and let you know my reaction. So here we go. 6-1, gentlemen, upfront, straightforward, honest, persistent, huge family man, looking for a woman who must have both brains and beauty with a sexy booty. <laughs> We're just going to stop you right there, sir. I'm not even going to read any further because first off, ew, even if you are joking, and if you are, how am I supposed to know via text? And also, if you're not, I don't know if no one's told you this, but looks fade. Booties don't always stay sexy. So someone needs to sit down and have a little chat with you. I'm the type of dude that can retire you, meaning you can work for me. And I'll pay you a salary on top of making sure you have a retirement account set up. But you got to make it through the probation period first. If you want to learn more and like what you see, swipe right. I'm not your average guy. <laughs> this honestly kind of scares me. It kind of feels like a pyramid scheme. But it also gives off, if you don't do what I tell you, I'm going to murder you type vibes. But at the same time, I kind of want to know what the offer is because it sounds like a pretty sweet deal. Sanitizing and social distancing before it was cool. Lover of animals. Fanatic of Disney. Watcher of impractical jokers. Listener of Billy Joel. Shaver of chest hair. <laughs> Mine, not yours. 34. <laughs> this obviously is making me laugh, but I got to admit, it's a little bit... Of too much information for the Bumble bio. Like, I don't feel like I need to know this before we meet up. Like, it's going to be what it's going to be. And if we match and we meet up and we hit it off, then it's not going to be like a deal breaker for most people. I don't know. <laughs> God. All right. I wake up in a good mood every day, grateful for my blessings. I don't get mad at little things or stress over things I can't control. Smiley face. To be honest, this kind of makes me want to swipe right just to ask him how. Like, there's no way this is true, right? Like, but on the off chance it is, how does he do it? Like, how does he wake up in a good mood every day? Because I'd love to be like that. Okay, this one absolutely, <laughs> this is terrible. Will you become one of the 99 plus lost in the inbox messages? If not, swipe right and prove it. Marine veteran, work full time and run my own business. I like food and I probably won't reply to your hi, hey, or hey there. Be creative. <laughs> Sir, not that you hadn't already lost me on the first line, but if I was hanging around at all, the last line got me swiping left for sure. Like, so you're telling me you are so popular that you have 99 plus inbox messages for me to get lost in and then you're not going to respond unless a girl is creative? First off, 
don't tell me how to live my life. And secondly, I get the feeling your opening line would probably be an unsolicited dick pic, which isn't really that creative at all. I just can't deal with that. Oh my God. All right. Number, let's see what number we're on. We're at number six. I've got nothing. This is literally, that's all that's in the man's bio. I've got nothing. Like in your brain or to live for or in your bank account. I'd say we'd need more from you, but I guess you've got nothing. <laughs> Have three sisters so I can deal with attitudes. Honestly, dude, put that on your freaking resume. That's really all anybody needs to know. Oh, here's a good one. Okay. I did four years in the military, in parentheses, Marines. Basketball is my girlfriend, LOL. I'm actually one of those decent guys you ladies love to say you want to find or wonder if there are any of us left, but I'm probably too ugly or not your type, LOL. Oh, my God. Okay, just like a quick little rant here. First off, for me, personally, military is completely off the table after my last relationship. Like, I'm very thankful and support and respect our troops so much and the sacrifices they make but just personally for me I, I I won't go down that road again not the point obviously but I have said this before and I will die on this hill and of course there are a few exceptions I know but if you have to say that you are something it's probably not true like for example if you have to tell someone that you're a classy person I'm a guess you're probably not and if you have to tell me that you're a decent guy, you're probably not. Especially if you have to follow it up with the sentence that I'm probably too ugly or not your type. So I <laughs> just cannot believe some of these are real. Oh my God. Okay, we're moving forward. I'm a chubby guy and I promise I will not try to send you a pic of my rock hard abs because I can't find them. <laughs> I have a fantastic personality and you can't bang personalities, so it proves that's not what I'm about. <laughs> this is actually really funny, but also we know that all men want one thing, so the whole can't bang personalities actually proves nothing. Like, <laughs> But that's really funny. I appreciate the fact that you're not going to send me rock hard ab pictures because you can't find them. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Stop dicking around and love me in capital letters. Futes hubby if you stop swiping right now. Kissy face. <laughs> Neediness level 5,000, sir. I, I can't. Like, no part of me reads that and says, yes, let me stop swiping right now. Like, I'm deleting this app forever. Husband found. Futes hubby found. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'd take you on cute dates and I need a water park babe I can show off. I mean, honestly, free water park trips? Sign my ass up. I hope you swiped right on this dude. I don't care what he looks like. Oh my God. These men. God. If you start the conversation with a variation of, hey, I most likely won't respond to your effortless approach. Like, what is it? these men like I mean like a lot obviously but like dude you are not attractive enough to be picky with what opening line someone sends you also like I normally start a conversation with like hey how's your week going because like I feel really lame with these like cheesy opening I just don't I don't like it I just like to be like straightforward like hey how's your week going like 
whatever. But like, also good luck getting any opening lines with this attitude. Like biggest eye roll. Men, if you're listening, take notes, take what you can get because you're just lucky that any woman is sliding into your DMs or matching with you. Like chill your titties out. All right, we're on number 13. We just have a few more to go. I really tried very hard to limit how many I was going to do, but honestly, these were so, so good. I I just I had a really hard time narrowing down. So here we go. Number 13, perfect first date. We turn on some reality trash TV and argue about who's going to be sent home next until it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> if you did not swipe right on this one, missed opportunity like that actually sounds like a blast like we all know men like to pretend that they hate all of these shows but that they're secretly watching while they pretend to play on their phone so the fact that a guy is like hell yeah let's do that first date let's start arguing over who's gonna get sent home that that sounds amazing oh my gosh never dated or been in a relationship before if you're okay with a noob Okay, what I'm about to say is going to apply to everyone, so just make note of this. If this person didn't put this comment in his profile, and if you didn't put something similar to this in your profile, I or anybody seeing your profile would have never known. This fact about this guy doesn't define him, nor will it make the right person like him less. On a dating app, it makes you look insecure or unsure of yourself, and that's not attractive. Nobody wants somebody who says something like, never dated or been in a relationship if you're okay with a noob. Like, it's okay to not have done something that others have, but you don't have to display it in a way that makes you look down on yourself. Find your confidence and own it. Like, embrace that. Okay, moving forward. If you, quote, expect to be taken to high-end meals constantly, swipe left. If you love boating and being on the water, swipe right. And let me know why I should choose you as my first mate, winky face. Okay, guys, y'all are going to have to give me some feedback here. So message me on Instagram. Do that many girls expect to be taken to high-end meals constantly? Like, I'm sure there are some out there, of course. But, like, the, the vast majority of us, do we... Expect high-end meals? I mean, like, you take me to Fazoli's and get me, like, a child's spaghetti and unlimited breadsticks. Like, I'm in. Like, that is, that's a high-quality date night for me, personally. <laughs> I don't know. This just seems very dramatic to me. But also, I feel like your bio should be about what you bring to the table, not what table you refuse to take a girl to and how often. I don't know. That's just me. No time for drama, seeking a woman that has her life together. Sir, with this attitude, you're going to die single. Also, if you do find her, can you have her call me? Like, I want to know how she did it. I'd love to get my life together. Thank you. Oh, my God. This one is absolutely bonkers. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Just looking for my plus size, 300 plus pounds, hard eyes emoji, Christian girl that I can go hiking, kayaking, camping, play video games with, work on cars, go to the drag races and car shows with. I don't smoke, drink, or party, and I'm one of the few guys that is waiting till marriage to have sex. Don't want kids. I've got a weakness for pretty smile, eyes, and big butts, thick thighs, wide hips, and chubby bellies. If you can drive stick, ride bikes, or have your own race car, I will more likely than fall head over heels for you. With like 
four exclamation points. This is so much to unpack that I might honestly just leave this one be because I feel like I could do a whole episode on it. I won't, obviously. But this is just a whole lot. I mean, he's very specific and knows exactly what he wants. So good for him. I very genuinely hope he finds it. This was just one of the most descriptive, specific bios I have ever seen in my life. So, whoever sent this in, I kind of want to know if you swiped right or not, just to kind of see what this guy's all about. Okay, last two. (laughs) My love language is acting distant and reserved. (laughs) 20-year-old Lexi enters the chat and says, immediately, yes. (laughs) That is for sure a guy that I would have been all about in college. Oh my God, that's triggering a little bit (laughs) okay and this last one this is a woman's profile that a guy sent to me and I just have I have no words I like them young and submissive if you're 27 to 30 and look cute in a dog collar hit me up (laughs) okay man I need you to message me and tell me in what scenario you would swipe right for this woman because I I just, I have no words. Like, also, has anyone ever, like, put a dog on and, like, said, oh, wow, I look really cute in this? Like, I just, I'm just trying to imagine myself being like, you know what? I'm going to try this dog collar on. Oh, wow, I look so cute. I don't know. Like, so, guys, please, please shoot me a message and let me know because I'm very intrigued by this. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So that is our dating profiles that we were sent. Some of them, I didn't get time to read all of them. Maybe we'll do a follow-up episode with more, but I got to get into these dating stories because y'all. So when I posted that I had to pick my jaw up off the floor over some of these stories, I was not kidding. I literally could not pick my favorites. So here's most of them. I think the only ones that I left out were a little too graphic, but... Maybe we'll save those for another episode, maybe a Tipsy Tuesday when I'm feeling bold and not scared to, not scared to read those out loud. Um, also, just a reminder, I have changed the names if any were given. So, okay, here we go. Was on a first date and out of nowhere, the guy told me that he had sex with someone else less than three hours before. Oh my God. Like... I I don't even know what I would say or how I'd respond. Like, girl, I hope you got up and walked out. That's just, oh my God. Okay. So I had known this guy for years. He was super chill in high school and we hung out as strictly friends. But he decided to take the plunge and try and get out of the friend zone. I made an exception to my rule. So it's Saturday night. He doesn't pick me up from my house. Instead, we meet at a central location. I get in the truck with him and think, okay, this is odd. But anyway, we grab dinner from a drive-thru, and he's like, let's hit some back roads and drink some beer. I'm like 19, he's 20, maybe 21. I pass on the Bud Light because I know I'll have to drive home. Well, he drinks enough for the both of us, and then we're riding around, and a deer runs in front of us. He swerved. Now... If you're thinking he swerved to miss it, guess again. He swerved to hit it. I am so torn up. 
And he opens the glove box, pulls out a 9mm pistol, and gets out of the truck. He fires three rounds and then throws the dead deer in the back of the truck. I made a phone call to a friend, an on-duty police officer, and I convinced the guy that I needed to drive because he was too drunk. I took him to his aunt's house, and the cop friend picked me up and took me to my car. The guy tried to ask me out a couple more times and even proposed while he was deployed. I politely declined. This is just beyond anything I have ever heard. Like, I literally have no words. Like, there's got to be a place that we women can report people like this to. Like, what in this? Can you just, I can't even imagine. I cannot imagine a man swerving to hit a deer as a as an animal lover, like I literally rescued a bird today. Like I literally picked it up out of the ocean because it was drowning and I took it to a wildlife rescue. So I legitimately, I don't know what I would have done in this situation. I think you handled it really, really well. But oh my gosh, this was one of those stories. I jaw on floor for sure. Okay, next story. I once got a $30 Uber each way. So she spent $60. To go on a date with a guy who bought me a singular $8 drink and then talked the entire time about how we're all doomed and that I need to be careful because women in my city get trafficked really often. He then proceeded to start talking about Jeffrey Dahmer, the serial killer, and joked about stranger danger before offering me a ride home that I obviously didn't take. Girl, you straight up dodged a bullet. This is actually terrifying. Like... As someone who watches many true crime documentaries and listens to plenty of the podcasts, like, this is just not something that any man should be talking or even joking about. Like, oh, next level. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I was on a second date. It was a Monday night, and the guy was walking me home. It was like 10 p.m. I was in the Lower East Side in Manhattan. We were waiting for the light to change to be able to walk across the street and all of a sudden, some random girl came up behind me and punched me in the face. <laughs> what? She didn't say anything and didn't run away. She just stood there looking super confused. But she was like a normal girl, not homeless or on drugs or anything. And it wasn't anyone the guy knew. Just a random person punched me in the face. We low-key trauma bonded from it and ended up dating for several years. This is just like... I can't imagine, like, first off, I'm so glad you're okay, and I honestly wish we could, like, find this girl and just ask her, like, like, what were, what was going on in that brain of yours? Like, why are you the way you are? Like, I just cannot imagine somebody coming up and just, just th landing one on my face. Like, that's absolutely just crazy to me, and I completely would understand why you guys would trauma bond over that. That is absolutely horrific. Here's a story from a guy. A few months after my ex and I broke up badly, I saw her friend on a dating app and did what any self-respecting single man would do at the age of 25. I swiped right. We ended up matching and started texting. We already had each other's numbers. And she said that she had a falling out with my ex too. Anyway, we went out and had drinks and got slightly too drunk for a first date, at which point she started taking selfies on Snapchat. And sending them to my ex. I kept trying to stop her, but eventually I just gave in and played along. We ended up going home together, and I found out about a week later that my ex also received some pictures of me sleeping. 
Of course, we went out again because, duh, I was 25. <laughs> My dude, this is straight out of a 20-something-year-old movie, I feel like. like oh, that is just the epitome of a 25-year-old man. Dear God. All right, back to my lady's stories. Went out with this guy. He was gorgeous, smart, cute dog, the works. Halfway through dinner, he just looks at me and goes, don't get so cocky. I could easily F any of your friends. He didn't say F. And then proceeded to go back to normal conversation. I'm not a fan of shitty men, so then I proceeded to order every expensive thing on the menu. I went to the bathroom before it arrived and climbed out a window. We went to a smaller college and ran into each other constantly. He did, in fact, sleep with like 10 of my friends, but I met my now husband three days after this date. It was fate. First off, good on you for ordering every expensive thing on the menu. Like that is one of the most shitty comments I've ever God bless. But now I have questions and it's mainly about the friends because obviously this dude is a pig, but like, did your friends know about this date and like what happened on it? Like how close were you and these 10 friends? Did they just not care because he was gorgeous? I mean, good Lord. Like I just, I have a lot of questions about these friends that slept with him. All right. Next story. Good Lord. Oh my gosh. These are just absolutely incredible. I just... I just love this so much. This is, wow. Okay. I dated a guy I met coaching. My family now affectionately refers to him as secret agent man. He coached for another local school. During the course of our relationship, about eight months or so, he tried to convince me of really odd things, like that he didn't dip, but there were dip cans in his center console and spit cups in the back. They were his, quote, grandfather's. Or that the condoms in his nightstand weren't his, despite the fact that he lived alone. They were his neighbors. The neighbor lived with his parents, and the guy said he let him and his girlfriend use his house. He also tried to convince me that the reason he needed to move in with the hot single girl that he ran with every morning was to save up for my engagement ring. Fast forward to about a year after we broke up, I would get blank texts from him, just like bubbles. He'd say, oh, sorry, my phone must have sent that to you. One day we got to chatting and he legitimately tried to convince me that the reason he was single was because he was a secret agent and teaching was his cover. He was in fact not single and had been married for six months. Um, hello. Hi. Yes. I'd like to report a pathological liar. Oh my God. Men are absolutely insane. Okay. <laughs> this guy and I matched on Bumble and before I could respond to his previous message, he sent another and started talking about squirrels but then immediately began normal conversation again. So I was like, okay, and didn't think much about it. We decided to hang out, so I went over to his place. First off, there was zero furniture. He had a desk and chair in the living room and a bare twin mattress on the floor of his bedroom with a pillow without a pillowcase. The man did not use sheets, which later he sent me a picture of a real bed and couch because I told him to grow up. But back to squirrels. He had a camera and I was talking to him about his photography. Every single picture was of squirrels. Turns out he hunts them to eat. He said, I'm a carnivore. And then proceeded to show me his freezer full of liver pieces and weird meat shit. He took my picture too before I left. Major bad vibes. Girl, I just want to know how hot this guy was for you to hang out with him and let him take your pictures before you left. Or did you just think maybe like you should better play along so you didn't end up like the squirrels in his freezer? Like I just, oh my God. 
I'll never look at squirrels the same, but also dudes, get freaking furniture. She's right. Grow the hell up. I once met a guy at a trade show and ended up living at his beach house for a summer in California. He had his ex come get her dresser while he was at work, and obviously I was there. He did not tell either of us about the other. He legitimately thought there would be like a cat fight or something, but she was so sweet, and I helped her move the dresser out, and we ended up going for drink. We still talk 10 years later. I honestly freaking love this. Like, there is nothing that brings women together faster than shitty men. So, like, good on y'all. That's amazing. Text her right now and tell her you hope she's having a wonderful day. That's incredible. I went on a date with a guy from online, and he forgot his dentures. What? <laughs> I can never eat a baked potato again. How do you leave home without your teeth? I mean, like, of course, I've left my I've left home without my shoes before, but like only because I thought I had a pair in the car and didn't look before I left. But your teeth, sir, you walked out of your house with no teeth in your mouth. I just, I just like, oh my god, oh my god. I'm just trying to picture how that happened. Okay. <laughs> One time, I matched with a guy on Tinder who lived three hours away from where I live in the mountains. He insisted on coming up for a ski date, so I said, sure, why not? Long story short, I was just not into him in the slightest, but he was very into me. While on the chairlift, he asked if he could kiss me. I found some way to politely say no, but it was so awkward. Right after that, the effing chairlift broke down and we were stuck on a tight-ass two-person chair dangling 30 feet in the air for like 15 minutes before it started up again. It was quite honestly the most painfully long and awkward 15 minutes of my life. I literally skied away when we got off the chair and I texted him that I got called into work or something. Thought it was pretty clear that we wouldn't be continuing from there. He then texted me hours later asking what time I was coming over for a steak and wine dinner. We had never made plans for this, but for some reason he thought we did. He literally called me at work and was yelling at me about how disrespectful I was for bailing on plans we never had. He then blocked me on everything. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, man. This is so cringy. Like, I just cannot imagine being stuck on a chairlift with a guy who tried to kiss you that you're not into. This is solid gold also it sounds like your gut was right and he sucked so good on you I got broken up with when my boyfriend at the time got a text from a friend asking if he had broken up with me yet oh girl oh this is so bad I'm so sorry this happened that's I'm sure you laugh about it now but oh that's so heartbreaking in the moment oh oh my gosh one of my awkward stories is from college I had gone through a breakup with a guy I lost my virginity to and we had dated off and on for like two years at this point. Anyway, we had broken up and I'm getting back into the dating scene and I'm on a date with this dude who is jacked. I mean, he was so hot and dressed like a frat dude and I loved it. My ex hated guys like that. So we're at this restaurant and we're having a good time, enjoying drinks, and all of a sudden I get a text from my ex that says something like, you look nice or some toxic shit like that. I look over and his entire family is at the table across from us for his sister's birthday. It was so uncomfortable. Girl, all I got to say is revenge is best served on a hot dude's six pack. Damn, good for you. I met a guy at his place one night to go out for drinks and I walked in and he was super quiet around his roommates and their friends. 
So we leave and go to the bar. And as soon as we get in his car, he goes, yeah, that one girl in there, that's my ex. I didn't know she would be here. Okay, no big deal, right? So we went throughout the night. We get back to his place and we're drunk and we're stumbling into his apartment, making out, etc. And his ex is still there waiting for him. We walked past her and she followed us upstairs towards his room and listened to us. Honestly, I don't even know what to say about this one. Like so many issues, so much wrong with this picture. Like hilarious in a way, obviously, but also like WTF in another. This girl, oh, I just want to like hug his ex and be like, honey, are you okay? Ooh. All right, here's another story from a guy. Um, Let's see here. So I matched with a gal on Bumble, asked her out for dinner. As soon as she arrived and sat down at the table, she said, full disclosure, my wedding was supposed to happen in three days. I still want to get married to a guy who wants children. I want to stay pregnant until I hit menopause. <laughs> Sir, I need you to give me some follow-up details. How did you respond? What was the remainder of dinner like? Did you ever speak again? Please give the people what they want. Like, slide back into my DMs and let me know because... I, I just need, I need the ending of this story. All right, we just got a few more left, but we are back and the rest of them are all women sending in their stories about dates with men. So here we go. Oh my God. I once had a guy on Tinder ask if he could watch me poop. Thought it was a joke. So I said, will you wipe my ass too? He was into it. I was not. Oh my God. Oh my God, girl, if I've learned anything, it's that if men ask you anything remotely weird, they're serious. Do with that what you will, but if you're still single and you're on dating apps, please pay attention to this sign. If something seems a little weird, it is, and they're serious. So move along with your day. I was with a guy for a year and he broke up with me and got engaged to his ex two weeks later. Her ring had come in the mail two days before we broke up. You dodged a bullet, sister. Oh my God, you dodged a bullet. That, Jesus Christ, that's just insane to me. Two days before he broke up with her, his ex's engagement ring shows up so he could go propose. I, like, unbelievable. I kind of feel sorry for his ex, who's now, I guess, his wife, maybe. I don't know. I'd be interested to know if they're still married Please report back to me on that. That'd be great. Thank you. I dated a guy in college who was new to kissing. And when we were making out, he asked if he was supposed to have a boner. <laughs> that is so, oh my God, that's so funny. I don't know to think if that's like really innocent or if he just had no sex education prior to this situation. Like, oh my God. That's, oh, that's so funny to me. I went on a date with a guy who tried to justify purposefully running over cats with his car. Oh my God. Y'all, serial killers are literally everywhere and they walk among us and sometimes take us on dates. Oh my God. I went on a first date with someone the same night as my wisdom teeth removal surgery. I had no idea the soup I was eating was spilling out of my numb mouth the entire time until he asked if my face was still numb. This is seriously too funny. Like I could just see this person with soup just spilling out the side of their mouth and not even realizing it. <laughs> oh my God. 
gosh, that guy. I bet he was absolutely losing his mind. All right, we are to our last story. Oh my gosh, y'all. This is short but sweet and damn props to this girl. I met a Marine named Bill at a wedding. Flew to D.C. to go out with him a couple months later. Picks me up in a hotel in a cab for dinner. We arrive at a strip club. I laugh. He was serious. We ate dinner at the strip club. I made the best of it and told all the women how beautiful they were. And then Bill took me back to my hotel and we didn't speak again. This is so beyond anything I could ever even like dream up of happening. Like I once had a guy take me to a sports bar, which we all know I'm a big sports girl. But I literally lost my voice on that date trying to make small talk over all the music and TVs. But a strip club? You are a saint for even entertaining that idea, let alone going along with it. So basically, with all of these stories, I think we can all come to the safe conclusion that the only thing that all men have is the audacity across the board. And look, I'm not saying there aren't women out there that are just as crazy as men in these stories, but damn, y'all, it's brutal out there. Okay, now that we've gotten through all the funny, ridiculous, absolutely insane stories and Bumble profiles, the last thing I asked of my followers was directed at those who were engaged, married, or had found their long-term life person. And I got a lot, and I love it all. So let's go through them. And I'm just going to read them point by point. I've been with my husband for 10 years now, married for four. My advice to anyone dating is throw yourself into it with zero fear of wasting time slash getting hurt or any of the usual excuses. I look back on all of it now fondly, even the moments I thought that I'd never recover from. Also, your gut is never wrong. Red flags are real and ghosting is never the wrong move if they're a real tool. I see so many of my friends passing up on great men because they're afraid of getting hurt. Life is a party if you let it be. Stop looking for him and he will come around. No one wants to be around the friend who wants a boyfriend so bad and is hyper fixated on it. It's not fun and you're always going to be unhappy looking for Mr. Right. So just love your life and the right person will come along at the right time. Another person won't make you happy unless you are truly happy. Don't force it. Commitment takes work, but if it doesn't feel right, trust your gut. It's okay to have high standards. That doesn't make you unrealistic. Don't settle. The 60-40 rule, exclamation point. It's not a fairy tale. 60% love and 40% wanting to punch each other in the face, but it's still worth it. Talk about what to do if one of you changes a core belief. That's a really good piece of advice. Make sure you hate the same things. We focus so much on making sure our interests align that we forget to look if our dislikes align. And it's more important to hate the same things than to like the same things. Ability to compromise, especially in conflict, should be the top attribute you look for in a partner. Don't settle and know your worth. Find someone you can still be a kid with that has ambition and goals. As an individual, go to therapy and never stop. Marriage is not and should not actually be that hard. Yes, you have to work at it, but not a ton. Live your best life now. 
Take yourself on your dream dates and trips. Don't wait for a partner to make yourself happy and whole. This is the only time in your life where you will only live your life based on you and no one else. Your time, your schedule, live it to the fullest. No rush, period. You have time. If it doesn't feel right, it isn't. When it's right, it isn't perfect, but working for it just makes sense and it's so much easier than not working for it. Find a husband that prays. Don't settle. If it feels off in the slightest bit, it's off. Wait. It's not supposed to be hard when you're dating. If it's getting really hard, it's a sign. Always be ready to decide where you want to eat when they ask. Focus on big moral and character traits and don't get so caught up in the small stuff. Enjoy yourself. Know that God has it all worked out. You're living the life he wants you to live now. Don't settle. Be with someone who makes your life better. No one is perfect. Life isn't a romance novel. Find your best friend, someone who supports you at your worst and celebrates you at your best. Listen to those red flags. They're real. You can't pour from an empty cup. Love yourself first and all will fall into place. Don't rush it. Don't force it. Know your worth. Don't settle. It's worth the wait to find your person. If the person doesn't bring out the best in you, he or she ain't it. Date and find out what is important to you in a relationship and don't settle. Don't settle on deal breakers, but also don't self-sabotage over the small things. This is so cliche, but once you stop looking and focus on yourself and your life and surround yourself with people who bring positivity in your life, you'll meet your person. Because once you're living the life you want, the people you want in your life come around. Be best friends with your person, first and foremost. My wife and I celebrated 29 years of marriage. And I'm not saying this is why or nor do I know how it started, but we've always said, if our coffee cups match in the morning, it's going to be a good day. We tell young couples, you don't have to use our quote thing, but pick a thing for yourself. The coffee mug thing, I guess, just helps us put our brain in the right place to start off the day together. And finally, I was sitting next to the most precious, sweet little old lady on the plane on the way home tonight. And she saw me typing up the episode and all the notes and everything. And we got to talking about it. And I told her I was, you know, doing an episode on dating. And I asked if she had any advice for anybody who might still be dating. And she said, oh, I don't know. He's got to have a sense of humor, similar interests, and he's got to love God. It works. It really does. Now, this precious woman has been around for a little bit. She has three daughters, eight grandchildren, her ninth great-grandchild is being born this week, and her tenth great-grandchild is being born in January. So she's got a lot of life experience, and honestly, all of this advice is just so, so good. I love it all. So thank you all for sending this in. You know, the most consistent and frequent thing I think we heard throughout all of that advice, don't settle. And personally, Unless it's used in this type of context of don't settle, 
I have completely removed the word settle out of my vocabulary. I don't want to, quote, settle down. I want to be excited to start the next chapter of adventures with my forever person. I don't want any part of myself to look in the mirror and say, I don't know if this is what I want the rest of my life to look like. I don't know if this is really what I wanted. I don't want to settle. And I don't want that for you either. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, if you are single, whether you've never been married before or if you're going through a divorce, whatever that looks like for you, we are on our own timelines. And if we weren't still single, we might be settled down with the wrong person because right now we are exactly where we are supposed to be. So stop comparing your life to everyone around you. You'll find your partner. Focus on yourself. Be present in this time alone, this time with yourself, because once this chapter is closed, it's closed. You can meet the love of your life tomorrow and the time of focusing on yourself and doing whatever you and you alone want, it'll be over. And yes, of course, you'll be so happy, but this time is a gift and I don't want you to wish it away, begging for someone to love you. And this right here applies to everyone listening. I don't care where you're at in your romantic life, but you are worthy of being chosen, worthy of the deepest, truest love, worthy of being with someone who looks at you like you hung the moon. You deserve it all. And if you're settling in any aspect with your person, take a look inward. What do you want? What do you need? What are you not getting? And go freaking get it. Life is too short for settling. You are worthy. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Lex Appeal. This episode was so much fun and I'm so thankful to everyone who sent in stories. I have, like I said, picked my job off the floor. I have laughed till I couldn't breathe. This is just, this was so much fun for me. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this as well. I hope to continue to have you all join in in the future because this was too good to be a one-time thing. Don't forget to give Lex Appeal a five-star rating and tune in next Tuesday. I'm your host, Lexi White, but you can call me Lex. Cheers. Cheers.